It's the English Teacher John Show, number 28, and I'm your host. My name is John Coons, and I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, USA. But I now live with my wife in Matsumoto, Japan. All of the music that you hear today in the background is from my good friend Martin Chenal. Thanks, Martin. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hey, do you remember the challenge in our last lesson, podcast number 27? I asked you to make an audio recording of your New Year's resolutions and also how to say Happy New Year in your language. Well, I've received some of your audio files. Thank you very much. These are really good. I hope that more of you will send me your audio file podcast of your New Year's resolutions. You should save the recording as an MP3 file with a bitrate of 160. Send them to podcast at englishteacherjohn.com. I'm really looking forward to receiving and listening to more of your audio files. I will put some of your voice messages into the English Teacher John Show in the near future. Come on, that should be pretty good motivation to create and send an audio file. Let's do it now! Thanks to those of you who sent email with your comments and suggestions. I really appreciate your taking the time to write to me. So I'd like to send some greetings to Fabio from Brazil, Rodolfo from Chile, Reinaldo from Brazil, Bui Tan from Vietnam, Silvia from Brazil, Jurgen from Germany, my friend Miguel from Miami in the United States, Maria from Spain, Julio from Colombia, Heloise from the United States, and I'm sorry if I did not pronounce that correctly, also Ati Tegeb from Ethiopia. Again, sorry if uh, I cannot pronounce it, pronounce it correctly. Christine from Belgium. Thierry from France. Miguel from Colombia. Angel or Angel from Venezuela. 
And from India, Somaraja Swaran. From Spain, Yulian. And Sitiporn from Thailand. Bulent from Turkey. Esan from Iran. Andrej from Slovakia. Jacobo or Jacobo from USA. Kwang from Thailand. And Elena from Spain. Thank you very much for your emails and comments. about a very nice festival here in Matsumoto yesterday. This festival is called Ameichi, and I was in the festival. I was a participant, not a spectator. It means that I did something in the festival, not just watched it. My friend Mark invited me to be a member of one of the festival groups. We arrived at 9 a.m. on the fourth floor of a building right in the center of the city. The building houses a clock museum, and you can see a big clock on the outside of the building. Anyway, my group met on the fourth floor, and we changed into our traditional clothes called a hoppy. I'll tell you something. A hoppy is not very warm. In the morning, it was below zero Celsius, though it warmed up a little bit by the time we got outside to begin the festival. In this Ameichi festival, which is really a parade, our group carried a large platform called an Omikoshi in Japanese. It's a portable shrine, and on this platform there was a little structure that looked like a very small temple. The small temple is the residence of the local god called Akami, though I never actually looked inside. The purpose of the Ameichi festival is to take the local god out around the neighborhood once a year and to give him some fresh air and amusement. So, our group carried this religious symbol around on a heavy platform. I don't know exactly how many hundreds of kilos it weighed, but I can tell you that both of my shoulders really hurt today. Usually there were about 20 or more of us carrying the omikoshi. We carried it through the center of the city, and a lot of people were in the streets eating drinking, and watching this parade. 
There were a few other groups that had their own omikoshi platforms to carry. The best thing about the experience were the rest stops. We only carried the omikoshi for about 20 minutes at a time. It was too heavy. Then a local group or shopkeeper set up a table by the street and we put the omikoshi down and stopped for some food, snacks, and hot or cold drinks. We really needed hot food and drinks as the temperature was only a few degrees above zero and our outfits were not very warm. My big bald head and hands were especially cold yesterday, but it was really a fun day. I'm going to put some photos of this event on our website. And yes, you'll be able to see me wearing the traditional festival outfit called a hoppy. I'll put the photo link on the podcast page near the link to this podcast, number 28. I'm a little busy right now, so it may take a couple of days until I get the photos onto our EnglishTeacherJohn.com website. Please have a look. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, the English Teacher John Show. Today, we're going to quickly look at some tricky English. These are language areas where many beginners and some intermediate students seem to have problems. These are tricky areas. Tricky, T-R-I-C-K-Y. Tricky areas of the English language. They're difficult and confusing. And it takes a lot of practice to feel comfortable in these areas of English. Our tricky English area for this lesson is possessives. For example, my friend's big house. Not the big house of my friend. No, no, no. The neighbor's friendly dog. Not the friendly dog of my neighbor. No, no, no. His expensive new MP3 player. Not the expensive new MP3 player of him. No, no, no. Our boss's corner office. Not the corner office of our boss. Michael's older brother. Not the older brother of Michael. No, no, no. 
my sister's boyfriend, not the boyfriend of my sister. Hey, I think it's practice time. Oh, no. Now's the time to repeat these phrases. Say them out loud. This is English speaking practice. Repeat these phrases. A phrase is a part of a sentence. It's not a complete sentence. A phrase is not a complete sentence. Okay, repeat these. Her mother's new coat. Our friend's house. Martin's crazy idea. Your brother's bicycle. Yuji's laptop computer. His doctor's sense of humor. My father's job. My mother's new jacket. Michael's older brother. My sister's boyfriend. My younger brother's money. Okay, that's it for、um, tricky English today. Hey, what is that flying so low? Oh no, watch out! Here comes today's idiom. In today's idiom lesson, we're actually going to learn a couple of proverbs. P R O V E R B S. A proverb is also called a saying or words of wisdom. It's usually a special sentence that has an exact or literal meaning, but it also has a bigger meaning. Often the meaning is about something important in life. Okay, our first proverb today is Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I think this is a proverb that's pretty easy to understand. The literal meaning is actually very close to the larger meaning. When we say this to someone, usually we're talking about love or a relationship, about a husband or wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend. Elizabeth is worried about her boyfriend, who just recently moved far away to start a new job. Oh, really? 
I don't think she should worry. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Distance from your lover makes your love grow. You feel more love in your heart because you are away from that person. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Do you think it's true? How about our second proverb today? In English, we also have a proverb that sort of means the opposite of the last one. You know that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Well, how about this proverb? Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. If something is far away from you, or something is not visible to you, you can't see it. Then you don't think about it, and you don't worry about it. This does have a meaning that's almost opposite to the first proverb. But this proverb, out of sight, out of mind can also be used for things, not just people. You don't see it, so you don't think about it. Or, you don't see him or her, so you don't think about him or her. You don't worry about him or her. Out of sight, out of mind. The person or thing is out of your sight. So, you don't think about this thing or person. I've been on five business trips this month and have rarely been in the office. Do you think the boss is still angry with me? Oh, don't worry. Out of sight. Out of mind. He hasn't seen you in a while. So he's probably not thinking about you at all. Out of sight. Out of mind. How about a situation with your wife or husband, your friend or boyfriend or girlfriend? Which proverb do you think is more accurate? Which proverb is closer to the truth? Which one is correct? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Or out of sight, out of mind. What do you think? Well, everyone, good job today. Thanks for listening, and once again, I'd like to say Happy New Year from the English Teacher John Show. We are on the web at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. <laughs>